Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Matt Vi, welcome back for episode two. Love it. Appreciate it. Super grateful. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, um, obviously we've had a ton of conversations on real estate and with, with our backgrounds and, and your background. And so I'm excited to kind of just do it again and, and see where it goes. Um, so for the people that are, that are listening, um, just kind of go over your start in, in real estate and how you got into that and your career and, and just so they can uh, understand like how much knowledge you have around that. Yeah. So, uh, so got into real estate in the late nineties, uh, uh, bought a company, uh, owned it, sold it to a big, uh, to a really big company. And then, uh, and then, uh, worked there for about 10 years and then, uh, came to be closer to family in, in Tampa and, uh, and, you know, uh, uh, came to work for another big company and uh, ran an office that, uh, you know, ended up being, you know, the top office in that franchise group on a top 25 company, which is a big deal. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, just love doing it, love being around people and then just kind of evolved to who I wanted my audience to be as far as what I wanted to contribute and who I wanted to, who I wanted to help. And that's why I kind of, that's how I kind of ended up where I am. Mm-hmm. And so now you are, are coaching, um, and help helping educate brokers mm-hmm. kind of across the country and in, in doing what you've done the last 20, 25 years. Right. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, the word coaching, right. Uh, so it's accurate, yeah. but, but it's like the word prospecting, right. Yeah. A lot of times when you talk to people about, you know, uh, you know, coaching, they've got this preconceived notion that it's, you know, uh, that it's, you know, me saying, all right, let's be on our two o'clock call. And did you make your phone calls? And, you know, here's the two things that you need to know and work on this. And I'll see you in, you know, I'll see you next week at, yeah. you know, for a call. Right. It's what, uh, that's how a lot of people look at, at, look at coaching. Right. Man, I can't tell you that's how far that is from what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so, but it's not consulting either. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, it is, uh, it's about helping people, grow so you can absolutely call it coaching but it just doesn't fall into that same category i think that the business world is evolving beyond that hopefully mm-hmm. of what uh what coaching used to be uh because there's a lot of you know we you know we've got a podcast that that's you know uh, pretty well listened to yeah. and you know, I'd be willing to bet that we give out a lot on that podcast. That's a lot more than a lot of what people do from a, what people offer from coaching a coaching standpoint. Yeah. Right. And, and that's not just us. There's a lot of great people giving out a lot of great information. It's just so easy to get that information. Now, now what we do is we put people in a position where they can collaborate with others that are going through what they go through. And there is uh, an element of accountability to it, 
but it really is about just taking responsibility for your own growth mm-hmm. is what it's really about. But that's hard to say in, in a couple of words. Yeah. So yeah, we coach people. <laughs> so as, as coaching is, um, is, is coaching in like the, the business sense or the business world or like a personal development coach has that, is, is that something that that's new and, and becoming more of a, um, a uh, more desirable, more popular thing to, to use than it has, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of people in the space, you know, we, uh, so, you know, Dr. Ben and I kind of jokingly call, uh, call some people new rules instead of gurus. And, uh, you know, they had a little bit of success on one yeah, little yeah. thing. And the next thing you know, they're an expert on, on everything like that. And, uh, and, you know, chat GPT hasn't helped that. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and it hasn't hurt it. It's not chat GPT's fault. Let's don't blame AI. Uh, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's helped, uh, it's helped cover some of those things. And, uh, and so there's a lot of people in that space right now, because a lot of people have been told you don't have to do anything in order to be in that space. Mm-hmm. You just had to have a certain amount of success. I love it as long as people give full disclosure on what it is that they're offering. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, but to say that, that you're, that you're an expert on something or a guru or a coach or whatever, just because you succeeded in one part of things, man, it's really not fair to the person that that's, especially if they're paying you to, mm-hmm. to say that for you not to really understand collectively what it is that, that you're, you're promising that you can deliver. Yeah. And, and big picture too, of like whatever industry that you're, you're mm-hmm. coaching in, you know, I think that's one thing that's all I kind of, and I've talked to, to Ben about this before, but mm-hmm. like in real estate, like in order to like step for me personally, like in order, like to take that next step, at, like out of being a, a, a realtor and, and selling real estate and helping others do that. Like, I feel like I have to have like a certain level of success and prove it to myself before I can do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a very real thing called imposter syndrome. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's whenever someone, uh, you know, is scared to contribute because they're afraid that they're not really complete enough in order to contribute yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, uh, and I know it's super real because, you know, I, I, of course I had it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, is this really the space that I want to, to be in? Do I really know enough about this? And, uh, and then I started, you know, just kind of compiling how we would do the things that we would do. And yeah, it was, it was pretty apparent that there was a decent amount that, that, you know, we could contribute to other people that were trying to grow their, their, their company from a yeah. recruiting retention and per agent productivity yeah. standpoint. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So in your previous episode, we, we, we talked more about like business and, and mm-hmm. what you're doing with Brokerpreneur podcast and coaching and stuff. Um, I want to dive into more of like the, the real estate side yeah, yeah. of, of this. So let's start with, um, market shifts, right? Like you've been through a few of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I've kind of gone through, I'm like in the, we're in the middle of one right now. Right. right? So kind of going through it and learning, learning as we go along. But, um, what happens during the market shift? What are some trends like maybe from a, a, a real estate agent's perspective Mm -hmm. and then also like a public perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the real estate agent perspective and the public's perspective do not believe that they are at the same pace or at the same uh, on the same page because they're not. The public's perception of what's going on is not the same as the agent's perception as what's go- as, as what's going on. Okay, uh, so uh, and and I know that's not what you're trying to say. That's more me talking to the audience. If yeah. there's real estate agents listening to it, yeah. please understand the public does not know the same things that you know. Okay, they're not going through the same things you're going through. Yeah. It is different. You are seeing this from a different perspective. Your job is to help them understand that perspective. Yep. That way they can make informed decisions about that. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, my name's Matt. I've been through a market shift. <laughs> I'm going to stand up and say it. Uh, so, uh, so the, uh, you know, uh, a couple of them, yeah. right. And, and, you know, the truth is, you know, we talk about this all the time. The market is always shifting. It's, yeah, it, right, right? right. So it, it's not standing there stagnant, right. There's always something going on. And, uh, and so, you know, in, in what we do, you know, we get to talk to a lot of uh, brokers and real estate agents. We've got a, a Thursday mastermind that is geared towards real estate agents every Thursday at 12 o'clock, absolutely free. Agents can, can jump, you know, can jump in there and, and talk and learn and share and collaborate and all that. Right. Well, part of what we talk to them about is what's going on with the market, but more importantly, how do you share that message about what's going on in the market? More importantly, how mm-hmm. do you get that to the people that you really want to help? Because if you're, you know, we're really big on, on relationship based sales. Right. And so if you want to have a good relationship with the, the people that are, uh, the people that you're serving through your, through your database and your sphere of influence, whatever, uh, it starts with trust Mm -hmm. and they have to know that, you know, what's going on with the market. They have to know that you understand what it is that's, that, that is going to impact them and their financial situation based on whether they're buying or selling, buying or selling houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they got to be able to trust you. And, uh, and so to, you know, to us, that's a big point to get everybody together and, and talk about that. And, you know, the agents come on on Thursdays, like we said, and we, and, and they share it. The important part is if you're an agent and you're sitting in that, you know, talking to it and everybody from around the country is talking about, you know, what it is that they see that's going on in the market, man, as soon as you get done with that call, we tell them, go to social media, mm-hmm. reach out on social media and say, hey, I was just on a mastermind. Somebody from California was talking about this and somebody from Maine was talking about this and somebody from Florida was talking about this. If you're not sure how that impacts what you're doing, reach out to me and let me know. Mm-hmm. That gives you something very real, very relevant that allows you to share with your customers that builds that trust because you're trying to help yourself grow by being in an environment that allows you to not just understand that houses are are selling and put a sign out front, but helps you understand that you're in a business that yeah. is that should be engaging people to help them at a different level. Mm-hmm. And then and then you come off as as the expert, right? Because you're Absolutely. gathering knowledge from from so many other pe- people and sources and everything, and then it builds that trust. Absolutely, yeah. you're you're building yourself and you're sharing it with other people. Yeah, that kind of goes back to that to that Nuru thing we were talking about. You know, if you haven't built yourself, what are you sharing with other people again? Mm-hmm. You can share being you. I'm mm-hmm. not saying don't share being you. That journey, right? Right. That, yeah. that journey. I, yep. I love that. Yep. But make sure that what you're sharing with other people is based on what you have grown yourself. Mm-hmm. And and people like that. People want to be people want to be part of that. They yeah. they like being part of that journey with you. They like sharing that. And and good people will tell other people to work with you simply because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so. Let's talk about interest rates, and yep. I want to specifically ask you about the. You know, one thing I've been I've I've kind of mentioned, you know, on my social media platforms uh, a few different times is, you know, because interest rates have increased, you know, drastically, you know, since um, you know, kind of the COVID times or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So we're up around seven percent right now. Mm-hmm. The media, right? They're harping on the interest rates, the interest right. rate, the interest rate at the end of the day, the interest rate doesn't affect, um, you know, the, the consumer, yeah. right. They're, they're buying a property based on like what they can afford mm-hmm. on that, that mortgage payment. Correct. So why is it, um, how do we, how do we transition the the focus to be off of interest rates and like that mortgage payment? Like how, how much can we afford? 
Yeah. So, uh, so everything is relative. Okay. So if somebody told me, yeah, I'm really worried about the interest rate, I'd say, oh, so you don't have any credit cards? Mm. Because what's yeah. the interest rate in your credit card? Yeah. I love 100%. it if you got 0%, <laughs> right? But yeah. if you missed half a month's payment 12 months ago, you've got 27.94% yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is, right? You got some ridiculous interest rate on there. Yeah. That's always outpacing on the house. And the difference right. is that is on borrowed money. That is on debt. And people are accepting of that, but they're not accepting of something that's going to build equity at the pace that a home is. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a matter of them not understanding completely what is going on mm. because if somebody said oh yeah well interest rates are too high for me to buy right now you could you, i mean the 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 simple way to handle that is property values are still going up especially where we are palm harbor rock on baby right yeah. so so uh, interest rates are you know interest rates are where they are but values are still in uh, values are still increasing yeah if you're comfortable with a credit card at 27 percent, which is money you've already spent how are you not comfortable with a house at 7% that is going to increase and make you money at the same time you're paying it down? Mm-hmm. If you talk to people, you know how I am, right? I'm just super direct. I say, most of my audience can, can appreciate my directness. Sure. Yep. Okay. An agent can't be that direct talking to the public. Yep. You're right. not going to go on social media and say it quite like that. Yeah. Right. You're going to soften yeah. it a little bit. But the point is it's all relative. Yeah. Take a look around. Are you in a place that property values are appreciating? Fantastic. That 7%, yes, you're paying more than you would at 5% or 4% or 3% or, or whatever it is, right? Yes, you're paying more You're paying more at that. But properties are still appreciating. Real estate is still a good investment. Mm-hmm. It's still something that, is, especially with a, a lot of the purchasing that's going on with, with you know, I buyers and L buyers and all that kind of stuff, all of that is, is all impacting uh, how many people own homes right. and how many people are going to be renting now is an extremely good time to be purchasing a, to be purchasing a house, mm-hmm. but you have to understand how to explain it to people to make them see that it is all relative mm-hmm. and what they're willing to do is being conditioned maybe by other people that are acting like it's not a good idea because yeah. the people are giving information. It's the media, not journalists talking. There's right. a big difference between media and the journalists. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and I think that's, um, yeah, it's it just education, right? And, and and that's like that's our role as as realtors is is to help educate you know the consumers and and, and the 100%. people that, that we work with. So yeah. if um, you care about them, educate them. Right, right. You would not educate your kids, right? No, yeah. You want them educated? Yeah, of course. Why Why would you have people in your sphere of influence that you that, that you say un- you care about that you want to help them with this with such a big purchase and not educate them? Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be some of them that, that absorb it and, and have that aha mm-hmm. moment and some of them don't. And, and right. that's just part of it. Right. But, um, what about the, the entry into real estate? Something I thought about a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting your license and we touched on this before, but mm-hmm. there's not a lot of education around, um, running a successful real estate mm-hmm. business. Right. Um, has has education changed? It, like getting your license, has it gotten any better? Do you see? Oh, it? Uh, I think I think it's changed. Oh, uh, not because like pre license, like you know, so yeah. that that okay. Yeah, yeah. So so pre license is uh, is basically, uh, and, and we've talked about this before. You know, getting your real estate license, it's just about testing you on the objective things that they can test you on. Yeah, the subjective things are what ma- are what makes you money. The subjective things are business. 
right? And and so they have a hard time testing you on those things because uh, because there's not a right or wrong answer in that situation. Sure. On yeah. objective things, there's a right and wrong answer. True. Are yeah. you following state law? Did you do something stupid and illegal? Are you going to real estate jail? Yeah. Right. That is that is objective. Yeah. Subjective is did you buy leads from Facebook or did you cultivate leads from your social media yourself? Right. Mm-hmm. That so there, there's a difference. Right. It's the same but different. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so uh, so you know I think there's more education out there. But that's only because there's so much more education out there. Yeah. Right, so it's right. not just like it's real estate. Right, right. right? Yep. So somebody can go to YouTube and learn a tremendous amount about, you know, about uh, whatever they want to learn a tremendous amount about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this allows, uh, this allows people to be as good at business as they want to be. There's not a shortage of how to be great. Mm-hmm. in business that is really good information on YouTube. Now there's crap out there. You got to have your filter on, but, but you know, there's, there's good information out there about it. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, you know, your question was, you know, has it changed? Has it evolved? Has it gotten, has it gotten better? Uh, I think it has gotten better because the people that want the education, they now really have a place where they can go get it. It's not their brokerage. I'd love for it to be their brokerage mm-hmm. and their brokerage is going to help them with objective things. Yeah. But the but the subjective things that's where it's a little bit different. That's where you have to go find specifically what is ailing you and go get the solution of what's ailing you based on what it, you need to take your business to that next step. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a, a big umbrella that helps you out, but there's going to be small pieces that that uh, keep you warm while the rain's not getting going down your back. Yeah, and that makes sense, right? Like that's that's any business that it you is. get into, yep. right? It's kind of the same thing. Like there's not, there's not like a, here's, here's how to start a business in, in this field. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. 80% of business is the same. It's just different. 20% trade to trade. Yeah. Do you see the brokerages evolving at all in, in, in helping, um, agents, you know, on the, on the, on the business side, or are they more, uh, focused on, on like what they've been focused on? What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you are looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Yeah, so that so uh, so saying brokerages is a broad brush, right? Some brokerages have done this really well for a long time. It's a small, it's a small minority of them. Okay, okay? Uh, and then some agents have done it really well themselves and went out and found it themselves. Again, that's a small, medium sized, um, uh, you know, minority or majority of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, but as far as collectively the brokerage, you know, the brokerage industry as a whole, no, they haven't. Right. And, uh, and, and the reason why they, and the reason why they haven't is because they just, they just can't, there's a lot of other things. They are running a business at the same time. Right. right. What you're basically saying is, Hey, can you run your business while you're teaching me how to run my business? Mm -hmm. And then you start talking to the person and they walk off into the sunset and somebody else says, Hey, can I, can you teach me how to run my business? (laughs) Right. Okay. So (laughs) that's right. Weren't you just the (laughs) other person? So, so that makes it difficult. Right. And they're independent contractors. So you can talk to them about it. But you can't tell them what what they need to do. Okay, that makes it difficult. Okay, mm-hmm. so so there's a lot of things that make it hard on the broker. Now, with that being said, my opinion, the broker should offer it. Let everyone who wants to. So, a, a great example, and this kind of applies to what we were talking about uh, talking about a little bit earlier too, right? Uh, you know, a, a rescue swimmer gets in the water and goes to the person that's closest to them. Mm-hmm. 
they do not swim past somebody to go get somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Because they swim past somebody and something goes wrong and then they lose everybody. Yeah. So they go to the one that's willing to willing to have help or that they're fortunate enough that they're close enough that they're the close enough to, right? Uh, being a real estate broker is the same way, right? Don't think that you have to run out and help everyone and go try to help the people that want the least amount of help and try to bring them to you. Yeah. Go ahead and help the ones that are right there that really want to to do that. So if, if you're a real estate broker, that's how to that you know that's how to look at it. If you're a real estate agent, look at it the same way, but just think about it from an investor standpoint. I've got a I've I've got a, a funny uh, a funny text. I just I showed Doctor Ben this th- this morning. You know, I get a phone call yesterday. I, I get one maybe two a week of this. Okay, it's a real a real estate investor saying. Hey, you know, if you come across a property that's an yeah. off-market property, right? Do you get these? Oh yeah. Okay. I just spoke to one yesterday. That's right. And uh, and so you know, I I appreciate it, right? I, yeah. I I love the call. You know me though, right? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna kind of critique it a little bit, yeah. And, and I'm gonna tell them what they're doing wrong because if they want to be more effective, you know, they'll listen. If not, yeah. you know, whatever. I had fun, yeah. You know, pointing out what you screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls and said, you know, gives gives his spiel and everything, and and. Uh, and I said, yeah, I said, you know, if I come across something, you know, I'd, I'd do that. I said, but can I, you mind if I ask you a question? He goes, no, go ahead. And I said, uh, I said, so, uh, do you want me to send these properties to you or should I send it to you and all the other people that have asked? Mm. And of course, what did he say to me? Send it to me. Yeah. And I said, I said, oh, okay. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I said, I gotta, I gotta get on a call. Uh, but you know, uh, just text me your information and whatever. Yeah. And so he texts me his, his information. Right. And, uh, and I'll tell you exactly what I said, because <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> and I've got a point behind all this. Okay? Yeah. So, so bear, bear, with bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know Matt, Matt likes to tell stories. So, oh yeah. yeah. Everything's a damn story to me. So, oh, uh, I'm from Georgia. Oh, uh, so he says, you know, hey, thanks, Matt, for taking your time. Here's the best email. You know, please keep me in mind any off-market properties you come across. I pay all cash, can close as quickly as your sellers would like, and love to work together, right? Literally get the same text yeah, every time. Yeah, that, that right? same exact text. Yeah, they, they all go to the same class. Yeah. I said, so, uh, so what is it that you offer that's a benefit to me of why I should send the property to you instead of the other 10 investors that reached out to me, right? Because so in this in this situation, if this guy would have said – you know what? That's a great question. I'm not sure. What do you think, man? I would have covered this dude up with, mm-hmm. with I would have helped. I would have done everything I could to help him to yeah. be completely honest. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, because at that point, he's somebody that wants to grow. I'm not going to stop somebody from growing. I want right, to, right. I want to be part of that. But he responds back a higher finder fee with a little money bag. Okay. And, uh, and so, you know, me, I couldn't let that go. Right. <laughs> so yesterday, right after that, I said, if I bring you a property before it goes to the open market, that's not a finder's fee. I'm a real estate professional. It's my commission. It, I'm a real estate professional. That is a commission because I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. I said, and what is higher, by the way? Question mark. Right. Because yeah. he didn't even answer that. Yeah. Hasn't responded. Okay. So this morning, <laughs> so this morning, I send him a picture with a uh, with three little crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> and uh, my 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 point on that is, uh, uh, have fun with sales. Yeah. Part of it, right? Oh, uh, but I I want to help. If that dude would have come back and would have said, you know, man, I sound like every other investor. I want to stand out. How do I stand out? I could have told him things that would have helped him. That would have helped him stand out. Yeah, right. I would have said things like, uh, like when when you call me, uh, you know, why don't you offer me the opportunity to do some open houses while you're while you're flipping your property? Mm-hmm. That's a benefit to me. Yeah, 
right? right. Well, uh, so, so the people that come on your house on one, two, three main street that they don't buy, tell me that you're going to keep me in the loop on those people. And if they don't buy one, two, three main street, you're going to let me know because I might have something else that's coming up for, for them. Yeah. Tell me that there's something other than you're going to pay me for doing my job, which I get from anybody that I do my job with the right way. Right. Right. right? Absolutely could have helped him. And I promise that I could have helped him shape a conversation that he would have come across better to other real estate agencies calling. He would do more business if he would just slow down and honestly answer. Yeah. But for them, it's uh numbers. Yeah. Transaction. Yep. It's all transactional. Yep. Yep. And and I get that. And rock on. I love that. Okay. But he's gonna, he's gonna at some point, he's gonna respond back to me because I'm on his tickler yeah. to reach back out to. Yeah, yeah. And I'll give it a day and then I'm gonna send him three crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Just because uh I want the relationship. And man, the people that that want the relationship. Man, I'm willing to do whatever whatever I can do. Yeah, and I, I think that's the difference is is just um, it's having that open communication and and Absolutely. being you know willing and able and, and wanting to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Growing. Yeah. Growing and sharing it with other people. Yep. Um, so what is what's what's something like if if somebody's looking to 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 get into real estate. Um, or they're they're looking to make that that leap into being a broker. Maybe mm-hmm. they are a real estate agent. Um, what are some some a tip or a piece of advice you have for them um, to kind of set their mindset in, in the right place? Yeah. So uh, so it's mindset and it's skill set. Mm. You know, every day check your motivation and momentum. Mm. Every day, just take a look at it. Yeah. So we do it without you know we do it with our with with our clients and we do it with the people that we come in contact with. You know, we always ask everybody, what's, you know, on a scale of one to five, five being the highest, tell me about your motivation and momentum. Mm-hmm. And uh, motivation is mindset. Momentum is skill set. Are you executing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, so many times, you know, we'll have people go, oh, man, my motivation is high. I really need to whatever. But, man, I've had a rough day, week, month, whatever. And uh, and so, my momentum is here. Imagine that that, that everybody that you're that you're around, that you're connected with, if you could quickly get that in from all your staff, all the, whoever you're dealing with, if you could just quickly get that understanding of where they all are, somebody that's having a bad day, man, you go in and ask them, Hey, you know, can I get this? Or is that done? Or is whatever? And all that kind of stuff. And you don't know what kind of day they're at. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, checking in with everybody and saying, Hey, let's, you know, tell me where your motivation and momentum is, is an important thing. So you can kind of grade or, or uh, figure out what the next part of your conversation needs to be. Mm-hmm. Well, man, that starts with you. Mm-hmm. Check your own motivation and momentum on a regular basis. Write it down in a post that, you know, how big I am on post-its, <laughs> write it down in a post-it every day yeah. and see how it's, see how it's trending. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would start with, I'm absolutely, I would start with that from just a, from just a, a basic, simple, easy to, you know, easy to yeah. do thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That. that reminds me like, uh, Rob Deerdeck, he's, I've listened to a bunch of his stuff yeah. and he's, he's big on like the person, person development and tracking mm-hmm. all that stuff. And one of the things he does is I think it's a, at the end of the day, he checks in like, how, how did I feel today? How did I feel about today or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he rates it like one to 10 and, and then he's able to go back and look mm-hmm. back and like, what triggered that? Like, why, mm-hmm. why was today a bad so day? Good. You know? So it's like, Man, that's such a value. Like being able to check in with yourself, take oh, yeah. five minutes to check in with yourself, and do that is such a that's a it's a great life hack. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know take a uh, you know along that along that line, you know if you if you're if you truly check in with yourself, my motivation is a is a five, but my momentum is a two. 
don't you know what to work on then? Yeah, right. Right? And then at the end of the day, you go back and you go, man, my motivation is still high, but my momentum is still a two. Mm -hmm. Did you not work on what you needed to work on? What got you off track? What got you to a place where you're, where you, the day you started with is the day you ended with, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's your, that day, that day's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? You invested in something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so, you know, that gives you that chance to, to be able to do that. So absolutely. I would, I would start with that. And then the other thing is, you know, agents need to understand the the tools and systems or a broker that's starting a brokerage, the tools and systems that you use matter. Right. So, you know, I love Calendly canvas, canvas, probably my favorite. Got to have a, got to have a CRM, uh, have to have some way of, of being on social media consistently that Mm -hmm. is authentically you, all of those things, regardless of the business you're in, all of those things are a must. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, so you like stories. I do. And, I want to ask you, what is, what is the, I don't know if I want to say worst real estate story, but like, (laughs) like a, like a, just a a terrible, maybe a a bad experience you had in real estate or one of your agents had in real estate. Uh, Yeah. There's, there's been some bad ones. Yeah. Right. So, uh, there's been, uh, you know, there's been, you know, truly life bad things, Mm. right. There's, there's been, there's been that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then there's been things that have gone wrong and all that kind of thing. And then there's been lawsuits and all that. Right. For the, for most of my career, the, the most that I talked to my agents is when something went wrong, mm-hmm. right. When, when things were going right, they really didn't want to talk to me. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and, yeah. and keep rolling. Right. Oh, uh, there's all of that. But as far as, as far as me and one that, that sticks with me, that, that, uh, it bothered me. Mm. Uh, you know, I had, you know, and, and this is not the, this is not the one I'll tell you the one in just a second, but just to put it all in perspective, you know, I met like a, an 85 year old couple that the, the husband drove out to move somewhere close where he could be near the water. They were kind of end of life. And he came out, he had, he had sold his house. They, the Packers were like in four days, the Packers were going to be packing his house. He drove out to where we were because as a kid, he remembers being there wanted to be on that type of water, comes out and went into a couple of other real estate offices and everybody was trying to set an appointment the next day to help them and all that. Nobody listened to the dude. And, you know, we sat down and listened to him and, you know, he was basically like, uh, you know, Hey, my wife, you know, is back home seven hours away. I have to drive back either tonight or tomorrow morning to be, to be back. I need to see some, I need to see some houses. I saw this one in a real estate book. I'd like to see that one if it's available. I mean, this is an old guy right? yeah. and and he's talking about serious things. So we sit down and talk and I said, you know, the first thing I said, you, you want to go get something to eat? And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. And so we go and we go and get something to eat and he tells me more about, you know, who he is and all that kind of stuff. And then he realizes he doesn't have his clothes. He, he left his suitcase at, at home. home. Oh man! So I take him to Walmart. Yeah. And, uh, and so he wants to buy some clothes. He buys some clothes at Walmart. We look at some houses He's going to come back after they pack the truck with his wife, and they're going to look at a house that's not in my town, but in like 40 minutes away town, because a friend of mine had something that was more in the price point that, that he wanted. And so she sent him a bunch of information. Long story short, I did not end up getting the sale, but I drove him back seven hours to take him to his house because he was exhausted. Get him oh, there. Wow. The people pack up. He and his wife get back in the car and we drive back. Now I would kill my agent for doing that. Yeah. Okay. Understand. I would kill my agent hours, for doing that. Yeah. Oh, uh, with that being said, they were just in over their depth. Yeah. The house was sold. 
right? They had they had no family to they had no family to to speak of. There was mm-hmm. a son that was was in jail, and but but for the most part, they were just on their own. And uh, and so they ended up buying something, you know, forty minutes away or something like that. I think I got a referral fee off mm-hmm. of it. Uh, so so there's a lot that's happened in real estate. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and so, but I would not consider that a bad story. I'd consider that a, a great story for right? sure because yep. of, because of how it worked out. But uh, as far as a bad story, you know, bad one that, that happened. I had a I had two preachers. Okay. One was the nicest. He was a he was just retired from the military. Was going to be teaching. It was going to be preaching at a, a, a small church on one of the little barrier islands. I'm from Georgia. I mentioned that Georgia. <laughs> yeah, like, bulldogs yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Go Gators. So, <laughs> Go Gators. <laughs> from the from the barrier islands, right? He was going to be. He was going to be on uh, one of the little churches on those. Nicest guy you'd ever met. Just an incredible guy. Uh, the preacher that we were buying from was an absolute dirtbag, mm. and uh, and so, uh, but they were both preachers. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so. Uh, you know, it was a for sale by owner. They saw it. A friend of theirs heard about it. They wanted to see it. I show up. The guy doesn't want to do a property disclosure statement. Doesn't know why I'm involved. Doesn't this, doesn't that. I'm like, look, you're not paying me anything. Yeah. I'm getting paid from, from these folks, these buyers. They like your house. They like the fact that you're a pastor and you're buying it. And he was just, we battled the entire way through the whole transaction. At one point I was like, I think this is a bad idea. And, uh, and the the buyer that I was working with was like, we love the house. I'm like, it's a long way away. There's blah blah blah, feeling about right. All these reasons why, all these warning signs, and uh, and and they were just they're like, no, we're just moved to to buy this house. And I'm like, okay. Like two weeks after they move in, oh, the guy, the oh, a yard well collapses, and the well people come out, and. Uh, and the, you know, they're talking to the the guy and they were like, oh yeah, we, you know, the other guy that, you know, had this house, you know, we talked to him a month ago, told him the, this well was about to collapse oh and he wanted gosh. us to just, you know, he told us to do whatever we could to, to bandaid it. And yeah. to, so they put a bigger pump on the well. So it was pouring, pulling more water out whenever yeah. it was just to, to right. And, uh, and so, you know, we go through all that and then the wife is in the shower and carpenter and start falling through the light on her on the shower, just absolute disastrous situation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I reach out to the, to the other guy and I'm like, Hey, look, there's some things clearly that are not whatever. And he's like, yeah, you can talk to my attorney. Oh my. Yeah. And, uh, and so that to me was, uh, you know, that was, that was somebody, uh, hiding behind something to, you know, that the other people were relying on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and that broke my heart. I didn't, I didn't really care for that. Uh, yeah. they, they were really, really good people. I liked them. I liked them a lot. Stayed very much in touch with them. The other people, you know, that sold the house. I was just, you know, I was like, man, you're, you're, you know, you're why people right, yeah. don't like real estate. Right. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Real estate makes, make people do some crazy, some things. crazy things, you oh, know, yeah. like I, you know, you can go to every single realtor and, and they all have absolutely a, a difficult story. It's something, you know, similar to, in that capacity that, yeah. that's happened to them. Um, but on top of it too, there's, there's a lot of great stories that Absolutely. happen too, like you mentioned too. Yeah. Um, so cool. Well, well, thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this again. I love it. I appreciate it. Thanks yep. for the, thanks for the chance. Yep. I got to ask you one more question before. Bring it. Um, Palm Harbor, you live in Palm Harbor. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite spot in Palm Harbor? Oh, uh, so we're right across from John Chestnut. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're right across the street from that. I like that. But my wife and I, uh, I wouldn't consider us foodies. 
uh, we're more like uh, drinkies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we love drinkies. to just <laughs> we love to just yeah. go sit at the bar, order the special, yeah. have one drink, talk to whoever is around us, and yeah. and uh, and and you know just call it a, call it a night. We we love that. Yeah. And uh, and so Palm Harbor has so many places to do that. Mm-hmm. There's just so many cool places to eat and so many cool uh, venues to eat in because you know, we don't want to go in something that looks the exact same. I mean, it's right. going to sound bad, but it's not really about the food. I mean, it can't be bad food, but it's not really about the food. It's about the atmosphere. It's about the environment. It's about being able to just take a breath and relax and be somewhere with other people that are enjoying being with, you know, mm-hmm. being around and with people. And, uh, and there's a lot of that in Palm Harbor. Mm-hmm. Palm Harbor is an incredible place for that, right? Anybody that's, you know, trying to find that should take a serious look at, they should call you and yeah. take a serious look at, uh, at, at Palm Harbor for sure. Yeah. It's cool. It's a, it's a great community, like mm-hmm. the people and stuff, like you mentioned, like going out and just being able to talk to people and, yeah. and, and stuff. It, it's really cool. So, um, Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for the opportunity. Yep. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of, of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember together, we keep Palm Harbor Local. <laughs>